Hello, this is Canyon Podcast Preacher, and I want to welcome you back to Deep Waters. This podcast is brought to you by Applied Strengths Ministry, where we believe working together in our strengths is the effect of working out the will and calling of God in our lives. The title of this message is Bibliography. This is a multi-episode series, and with this is episode two of four. So if you remember from the last message, we left off at Who's Your Daddy? We either report to God or report to the devil. There's no one else to report to. If you want to know more about it, listen to message one. Lots of churches do not encourage members to do this, that is, test every spirit, because they want the resources that the devil is bringing into their church. No, they wouldn't say that, and some don't even know that. But that's what they're doing. Or is it because the saints are not being equipped to function in their ministry? I mean, could that be a strategy of the devil? Does the devil actually want you casting out him? before he gets into the church and causes all kinds of havoc, reduces the gifts of God to nothing more than they don't exist today. You see, the love of money keeps the church dead, and Satan knows this and therefore uses it as one of his strategies. 1 Timothy 6.10 It is better to let the bills go and fully depend on God to care for his church. He will do it. Acts 20.28 He is not in the business of shutting down his church, but of weeding the dead ones out. I wouldn't put it past him to deal with yours as he has dealt with several that I have attended, some for almost a decade. This is why my message on CD Seedlings works. Check it out. So now let's take a look at what the population of Satan's kids have been up to, are doing, will be doing, and increasingly doing. This is how they play. This is how you know they're not of God. Now, that doesn't mean we don't preach the gospel. Remember, I told you there's three people groups. We're looking for those who have not yet been born again. Jude 7, 13. As Sodom and Gomorrah and the cities around them in a similar manner to these, having given themselves over to sexual immorality and gone after strange flesh, are set forth as an example, suffering the vengeance of eternal fire. Likewise, also these dreamers defile the flesh reject authority, and speak evil of dignitaries. Yet Michael the archangel, in contending with the devil, when he disputed about the body of Moses, dared not bring against him a reviling accusation, but said, The Lord rebuke you. But these speak evil of whatever they do not know, and whatever they know naturally, like brute beasts, in these things they corrupt themselves. Woe to them, for they have gone in the way of Cain, have run greedily in the error of Balaam for profit, and perished in the rebellion of Korah. Second Peter 2.10 And especially those who walk according to the flesh in the lust of uncleanness and despise authority. They are presumptuous, self-willed. They are not afraid to speak evil of dignitaries. You know, in 2020, we saw a lot of this. We think that the law is going to control those who are operating into the spirit of Satan, no more than those of us who are walking in the Holy Spirit. Yes, we have to be law-abiding, but we don't go after the idea that the law is somehow going to convert the children of Satan to the children of God. That's a spiritual battle. It just manifests in the natural. Let's go on. 2 Timothy 3, 1, 7. But know this, that in the last days perilous times will come, for men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanderers, 
without self-control, brutal, despisers of good, traitors, headstrong, haughty, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having a form of godliness, but denying its power, and from such people turn away. For of this sort are those who creep into households and make captives of gullible women, loaded down with sins, led away by various lusts, always learning and never able to come to the knowledge of truth. Galatians 5, 19-21 Now the works of the flesh are evident, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissensions, heresies, envy, murderers, drunkenness, rivalries, and the like, of which I tell you beforehand, just as I also told you in times past, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Now, there's many keys in there, but the one that I want you to get a hold of is that it states, for those who practice such things, we can fall, we can sin, but our natural response, if we're of God, is going to be that first, we don't like it, and that we want to repent, we want to change, we want to be different, we don't want to continue in it. That's the difference. That is a distinguishing difference. Romans 1, 18 and 2, 3. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men, who suppress the truth and unrighteousness, because what may be known of God is manifest in them. For God has shown it to them. For since the creation of the world, his invisible attributes are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Because although they knew God, they did not glorify him as God, nor were thankful, but became futile in their thoughts, and their foolish hearts were darkened. Professing to be wise, they became fools, and changed the glory of the incorruptible God into an image made like corruptible man, and birds and four-footed animals and creepy things, fake gods. Therefore God also gave them up to uncleanness, in the lusts of their hearts, to dishonor their bodies among themselves, who exchanged the truth of God for the lie, and worshipped and served the creature that is Satan rather than the Creator that is God, who is blessed forever. Amen. Verse 26, For this reason God gave them up to vile passions. For even their women exchanged the natural use for what is against nature. Likewise, also the men, leaving the natural use of the woman, burned in their lusts for one another, men with men, committing what is shameful, and receiving in themselves the penalty of the error which is due. Verse 28, And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a debased mind, to do those things which are not fitting, being filled with all unrighteousness, sexual immorality, wickedness, covetedness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, evil-mindedness. They are whisperers, backbiters, haters of God, violent, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents, undiscerning, untrustworthy, unloving, unforgiving, unmerciful, who, knowing the righteous judgment of God, that those who practice such things are deserving of death, not only to do the same, but also to approve of those who practice them. 
It is important to make a distinction here. We have two groups of people committing these sins. The first one is those that don't want to, hate it when they do. Ask God to deliver them when they do, and keeping others whom they can trust and have relationship with appraised of their struggles. James 5.16 Now we also have those who, although they knew God, made an exchange and decided to follow Satan and his ways, thus reproducing the fruit of the wrong spirit. 1 John 4.1 So you see one type of person you could help in love and grace, while the other is best left alone or dealt with in the Spirit of God. Acts 13.4.12 There's more on this stuff in my message titled Two Seeds, Two Trees, Two Fruits. Romans 2.1.3 Therefore you are inexcusable, O man, whoever you are who judge. For in whatever you judge another, you condemn yourself. For you who judge practice the same things. But we know that the judgment of God is according to the truth, against those who practice such things. And do you think this, O man, you who judge those practicing such things, and doing the same, that you will escape the judgment of God? By the way, we see in 2 Timothy 3.1.7, unforgiveness can open the door for Satan to come in after us. It will be as though we told him directly to come in and enter my life and kill, steal, and destroy whatever you would like, and all just because we couldn't, or rather wouldn't, that is, made the conscious choice not to forgive. 2 Corinthians 2.10.11 now whom you forgive anything, I also forgive. For if, indeed, I have forgiven anything, I have forgiven that one for your sakes in the presence of Christ. Least Satan should take advantage of us, for we are not ignorant of his devices. It is wise to understand which scriptures are for who, and who your audience is, so that you can use the word of God responsibly and effectively. So with that said, I believe that there are basically nine levels whereby a believer can receive the Word of God and be compelled to be changed by it. The first level is milk. It's the elementary principles of the Word. This level is for new believers. So we have milk for a baby, which is a new believer. We have milk for a maturing baby, which is growing and maturing. And then we have milk for a matured baby, which is ready to receive deeper revelation regarding God at the milk level. Well, that's it for today. Remember, it's not what you find wrong or disagree with regarding these messages, but what you can take away from them. Together, we can do more to impact the kingdom than if we work alone. Let's flip the script and kill, still, and destroy the works of the enemy and create space for the light of life to shine through into people's lives. Find a seat and click on the like and subscribe buttons. Let's build this ministry together. Thanks and see you next time in deep waters.